0: SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest. A movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Hi, SheQuest. Welcome to SheQuest podcast guest series. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. This series of podcast shows is titled The Lioness's Roar. This month, we explore and dive deep in the world of women, breath, protection, and power. For many years now, I've been working with sacred symbols, totems, and visual imagery to access a deeper realm of knowledge when it comes to living a magic life. I'm excited to introduce you this month the symbol of the lioness, a stunning totem of protection, fear, self love, the huntress, confidence, and conviction. I'm excited to connect the dots to the lioness with our inner lives, desires, and dreams, how the lioness is connected to protection, the color orange and sunlight. I want to share with you tools of self-preservation, toolkits for protection, grounding, breathing practices, and more. This month, you are in for a treat as I bring in teachers and coaches of all kinds of background to speak to us of the necessity of recognizing our breath as power and unearthing the world of symbology and sharing the most powerful and radical grounding tools to recalibrate your energies. My hope is this, that through our SheQuest guests this month, you start seeing that the world of symbol is rich with insights and messages. Also to generate together a bank of tools where When you need protection and boundaries or simply to clear the fun quickly, you can rise proudly in your lioness energy. Uh, Today, today I'm so very thrilled to have my own, very own yoga teacher and friend, Jolene D'Entremont, who I met big, big surprise at yoga. (laughs) With over 14 years of experience as a yoga teacher and certified life and breath coach, Jolene delivers customized yoga and breathwork practices to your home office or other venues. Her intention is for you to leave class with a sense of ease and strength, feeling of calm and grace, and her approach to you is earthly and nurturing, while encouraging appropriate physical challenge. Her goal is that you know and trust yourself as the true teacher. In recent years, our own personal practice has included the healing modality of conscious Mm -hmm. continuous breath, and I hope we can elaborate uh, on this today. The addition of this breath technique has been akin to fast tracking in her own deep healing, being able to access non-ordinary states of consciousness via conscious breathing. She has uncovered part of herself that had been waiting to be witnessed for a long time, Through her own experiences and commitment to self-healing, she understands the mind and body's ability to recover the highest self. And I love her motto so much on her website. It says, allow your breath to be louder than your mind, Jolene. I'm just so glad you're here.
1: I'm so glad I'm here. And I just thank you for inviting me today of
0: course and on on a personal note you know um julian is my own yoga teacher you know when i was pregnant with isaiah and she's a dear mentor to me when i i feel alone i just call her and she's there <laughs>
1: uh it's mutual estelle of course all in it together so i appreciate you and your vulnerability and your ability to share who you truly are it's a gift and it inspires me and allows for others to do the same so thank you
0: oh my goodness um on my podcast here i always ask the first question is what makes you feel alive today what makes you feel alive
1: (laughs) I have to say that right now it's really, and it seems like such a no brainer, but really connecting to my breath. And it's so apropos for this podcast, perhaps, but really connecting mostly to the sound of my own breath. It's like I have in recent years just discovered how comforting that is. And it makes me feel alive because without the breath, literally you have you have no no life in this body of ours that we are so privileged to have and uh, I haven't always felt that way about my body, my life, and my breath so so that's what it is for me right now.
0: I love that, right down to the basics, <laughs> Julie. <laughs> And um, before we dive deep and kind of the subject I have going with the lionesses were, I just, I'd love for you to talk to us about, you know, just your story, who you are professionally and personally and where you grew up and uh, where, you know, just where you got, where you got today and. Um, relation to um, you know this breathwork, uh, and I'd love for for you to speak of this new modality too that you've
1: you've been doing. Okay, great. Well, I grew up in Nova Scotia with the name of Dontrumau. Of course, people can guess where I'm from. I'm from Pugnico and. Acadian descent written Scottish (laughs) and my mom is Scottish so I came to yoga really I always had a sense actually growing up I used to meditate even from the young age of like 10 I remember starting and it was was crazy because I used to sit on the couch and after school and connect to the divine like really searching for answers you know I always felt uncomfortable in my own body and just felt like I didn't belong you know and and just felt very disconnected, and I think even if I go back now with a lot of the work I've done, I felt that from the very beginning. It sounds crazy, but for me, disconnecting from source energy was like a big um, disconnect, obviously. And it, I always wanted to go back <laughs> to this divine energy, and not knowing that it really was within all along, you know. So for me, uh, becoming pregnant the first time, having some pretty severe postpartum depression after that brought me to the practice of yoga and that's when i first realized how important my breath really was um in that moment so it was just that first class i remember coming out it was a shtanga class with gillen williams and i had done it at home before but after that one class i came out and i thought i loved hearing the sound of my breath and everything seemed brighter and more alive and i thought i can do this you know I just one day at a time, feel my feet on the ground, you know, notice my body, appreciate my body. And it was bringing me closer to myself. So it wasn't an easy path. (laughs) That's for sure. So and I went on to have two more beautiful children. And and that's when I began teaching, actually. So almost 15 years ago now, and my youngest is now 13 uh, my oldest will be 19 this week and I have a 16 <laughs> and I have a 16 year old in the middle and I'll be 47. Actually, my son was born on my birthday. So that's pretty, it's pretty epic actually.
0: So, epic. um, I didn't know, I love that, the, this picture of you at 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like when I think of myself at that age, like eight, nine, 10, and there was like a lot of moments, like in nature or whatever, and like we knew it, like oh, even back then, like you know.
1: <laughs> and do you know what happens is that you feel weird, you know? Like I, well, for me, it felt like I was so connected to that other world, you know. I was so connected to to that, but it was repressed, you know. And and um, I could even see things before they happened. Like I was, it was, I was just this spiritual kind of weird little kid, and it, I think it was repressed because I was afraid of it. And it's I then spent you know the next my teenage years kind of acting out and be and and going the other way you know and and then, in my early twenties uh after university, I became a flight attendant actually for a few years, and it was like at that time when I started reading in spiritual books again and and remembering this about myself uh and it's been just a journey since then back to myself. And so this ties in actually with the breath work, because this has been for me, other than just sort of meditation also, like basic meditation and um, breath, you know, yoga in general has been so key for me, you know, the physical practice and the breath practice, pranayama. But then I have discovered over the years, some what people would call holotropic breathing And I'll demonstrate it maybe if we have a moment in a bit just to talk about that. But also, I want to say one thing because the shadow work I've done too, sort of this inner child shadow work has been so key for me too. So I want to just point that out in that. But this type of breathing actually ties into that because when you do this breath work, you're letting go of this sort of front of the brain that does all the analyzing and criticizing and it does the day-to-day life. And you're able to access the deep sort of limbic part of your brain which is the memories and the emotions and sometimes traumas and things like that that we have in our bodies so I've been able to sort of see who I really am you know when I'm doing this breath work it's like the ego disappears for a little while and you become in an altered state like a a a different (laughs) non-ordinary state of being and when I see myself in those moments when I'm doing the breath work it's like this ties in so well with your lioness, Estelle, because uh, when I see myself, mm-hmm. I see her, me, kind of like as this beautiful, like long hair, and she's wearing feathers in her hair, and she's, you know, naked, but she's wearing like this long fur, <laughs> and strong and uh, pure self, you know, as source, and, and, and when you see that, you can't unsee that. This is my experience, is that, I always go back now. It's like my new standard of who I am, you know, like when I sit down, it's like, okay, no, remember who you really are. See her, you know, feel her, breathe into her. So um, it has been the most healing practice I have done, really. It's, it's phenomenal.
0: Uh, there's so There's so many things I want to say, but first, I'm super proud to have partnered with Hippie, a Canadian skincare company and offering you 30% off all their products. I've been using Hippie, Groovy, Glow, Pore Hustler, and Jomo Mask and I've completely fell in love with this not only natural clean but sulfate free alcohol-free, and did I say Canadian product? Hippie's mission is to simplify your skincare routine and bring practical, effective solutions to your moody skin. Their belief is that feeling beautiful in your own skin is a right, not a privilege. Hippie's offering SheQuest podcast listener 30% off with the coupon SheQuest30. Go to www.hippies. That's H I. PBEES.com and claim your 30% off any product in their shop today. That's SheQuest30, S H E Q U E S T 30. I'm really excited to bring this mindful and sustainable plant based skincare in the SheQuest family. Enjoy glowing skin. Bye. There's this visual imagery that that you bring in and that you're able to just, I guess, in regards to the lioness, like, you know, you, you come, but when you do your breath work, when you do your mm-hmm. embodiment work, and I'd love for you to talk more about that, um, that breath, <laughs> that you come back to yeah. your, your lioness <laughs> self. <laughs> and like, uh, Jolene, when you were talking, I was like, holy shit, like, if I think of somebody like, you look like a lioness, you have red hair. <laughs> And you're like, and you're my first guest for this theme, like, hello. I couldn't pick more perfectly.
1: so funny because it's really interesting because when you're doing the breath work you just allow and you really accept all the parts of yourself it's so amazing because you're just literally and it's not consciously doing it it's it's hard to describe and i really wanted you to experience this before our chat but we didn't well eventually but it's sort of like you just allow that other part of yourself not the critical mind not the judger the ego mind and what you see is just pure and sometimes this like woman she's so earthy and everybody has always said that about my style of teaching is that it's kind of like in the dirt you know what I mean and I've always been like oh is that a compliment or not but now I see it as like it is it's just like sometimes this woman she's crawling through the ground like she's and she's leading and what I see behind me Estelle is all the lineage of the women behind me and I'm now like just changing the (laughs) the trauma of all of that you know and it's like especially you know I feel like women yeah the women in my family have been such oh god I could cry you know like my grandmother had 11 babies and she just did it with pure joy like I can't say I do it with pure joy but like she really did and she just owned it, you know, and, and she had her babies at home. And I had my babies at home. And she would say, like, you can do this. You're so powerful. You just breathe those babies out. And I'm like, okay, you know, and it's just like, I can see her particularly when I'm doing this breath work, like she's behind me and all the women of my family are behind me like a big cape, you know, and I'm like carrying them with me, not in a heavy way now, but in a way that's like, I feel proud. And it's sort of like breaking breaking through yeah some of the women those women had to endure you know they're
0: part of your lioness's main <laughs> I love that I love all these visuals you're offering us and also I it's I didn't know this Jolene that you had postpartum depression and mm-hmm. it's really like I I see so much link there because for me you were like a really instrumental like teacher when I went through you know pre and postnatal because I went through Mom and baby with you that like um and I see this in what I teach now, you know, it's like through what we were the most wounded, like mm-hmm. there there was our healing. Like, do you see that yeah. in your work?
1: Gosh, because I could see in myself, yes. like in others myself. And it was just I had so much compassion. Yes. And for the experience of becoming a mother, so scary, you know. So it's,
0: scary. Like, I know.
1: Your heart as you know, rips it wide open, and God, it shows you who you are, and it's scary. <laughs> you know what I
0: always say now? I say, you don't know me until you've seen me, mother.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I I don't always do it well. You know, it's like, it's okay, and it's just learning. But I love what you said about the pain is where, or, you know, where the, the what is it, Rumi says, is where the light enters. You know, it's you're just being... Uh, like we're just doing it together. You know, I think my kids are my mirrors, you know, they show me where I need to work. It's amazing. And it's painful at the same time. Um, So the more that I feel, the more I can show them, I think, um, even if they don't understand it right now, I feel like it will become more clear for them later. And they'll be proud you know
0: they are they are already proud <laughs> and there's a few things so so much there's so much richness in what you're saying but um i want to talk about this hollow hollow breath hollow i can't even say the word teach us about that and then i also want to talk about the shadow work because shadow work is a big piece in shikwis as yes, well yeah i want to touch on
1: those mm.
0: When did you like start awakening to the like really the pranayama part of your yoga practice?
1: Uh, well, I think from day one it was just a big key for me. But if we're look, talking specifically about holotropic, which again I can't say that I teach or guide holotropic breathing because it's a very lengthy training. So I just want to point that out that it is it's not necessarily that that's like a three hour kind of lots and lots of years of training. But really, I don't. I I like to think that if you can hold space and you have the experience and you do the practice yourself that I have done some uh, work with some others and that has led me to this um, myself. So anyway, I just want to get that out there, but it's called many different things. I like to call it the conscious continuous breath or circular breathing. Um, And I, I did a session in Costa Rica with a, a healer who had, studied with a a heart surgeon actually in, um, Israel. He's, and I actually inquired to do their training, but he only spoke in Hebrew. So I was like, well, that's not, (laughs) anyway, I let that go. And then I just sort of um, dove into it myself and did some, my own uh, research and training on my own. And anyway, so, you know, in a yoga class, for example, we use Ujjayi breath, we can use sort of the four, seven, eight or uh, three-part death. And we do all you know, alternate nostril breathing as part of our practice. And they're not considered extra strenuous type breaths but this breath is actually very very powerful and it's not meant to be done in a yoga class it's meant to be guided and you know held space for and i like to do i do it with music so for example there's a playlist that goes along that i've curated and it's part of the journeying you know so of of anchoring these non-ordinary states of consciousness and so Okay, let me just tell you a little bit of the history of it. So Dr. Croft and his wife developed this in California as a way of, they were studying psychedelics and the effects of uh, non-ordinary <laughs> states of awareness with mushrooms, for example, or whatever. And so they were just dis- discovering another way of entering this state of consciousness without the use of drugs. So the holotropic breath is actually what they practiced and and did. And you actually can see that after about 10 minutes of this breath technique, you are in this other state of consciousness. It's, it doesn't take very long and the breath itself. So, um, and maybe I'll step, I'll touch on this in a moment, but when I first experienced this for real, I was with this healer and I was able to really go back in time, like, you know, see the shadows, see the things, see who I really was and really seem with unconditional love. I had unconditional love for myself. And i like, oh my God, there is something to this. I need to do this more. And I need to have everyone I know experience this. And so that was really profound. And when I came home from that experience, I, I, looked, I dove deeper. But the breath itself is this continuous circular breath. There's no gap or space. And I like to breathe in and out through the mouth. So it's actually quite intense. Like, let's say you have to put a lot of effort in the beginning when you're doing this sessions last about an hour long and people will kind of like, Oh my God, I have to breathe like this for an hour. But really after about 10, 15 minutes, you, you tend to settle into a rhythm and it's less effort and you almost like time disappears when you're in this. Um, And you're listening to the music. And so the breath is in through the mouth. And I like to tell people to start with a deep belly breath and then into the chest and a quick sort of exhale. So it's like a like that. Can you hear that? So it's like there's no gap in between the in and the out. And by doing that, you're oxygenating your blood and changing the pH level of your blood which is fascinating, right? It's like, that's what changes the, like, there's a chemical shift in your body that happens. So it turns off that frontal cortex part of your brain, which is sort of like that default mode that we're in the, where you're just on autopilot, you know? And what happens is you're oxygenating different parts of the brain. Sort of, it's funny because the front part of the brain is a little bit more deprived of oxygen. And then the back part becomes enlightened or awakened. And this is all making sense. <laughs> it's almost like you have a lot of experience it. But when that happens, you tend to let go of the control, right? You, you're you not no longer wanting to control everything, right? Like this is our tendency is to want to be in control of everything. And this is what makes us feel like you know so crazy half the time is like oh my god what what if this and blah 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 anxiety and depression and it's like you are literally resetting and erasing all of that with each breath it's like okay and dig a little deeper and what you see there sometimes you see imagery sometimes you're just feeling physical sensations in the beginning when you do this because of the chemical shift in the body you get a lot of tingling, like right away—the fingers, the lips, the face. You know, your body. I like to move in my body. It's like my hips want to move. You know, it's like a full body experience. You know, it's like I feel just so alive. That's what happens. You start to breathe like that, and in a session, for example, with me, I will do a little bit of breath with you in the first little bit. We start with a little prayer, actually, and opening um, to the divine and having our protection and and maybe an intention, but you can't direct what you want to see in these, uh, or feel in these sessions. You let your mind just go, you know? And again, what I see, uh, I end up crying a lot. It's like, I, but there's no, almost like no emotional trauma attached to it. It's just almost like bliss. And sometimes what happens is I see myself sort of like, as if I were floating above myself and I've seen some sort of like traumatic or like events where I felt a lot of guilt or shame that I have done in the past. And I just see myself now in these sessions, like, ah, oh, sweetheart, like you were just doing the best you could, like, you know, like instant forgiveness. And that has been just a game changer for me, you know?
0: And so you wouldn't believe it. So as you're (laughs) speaking, I, I have done, I have done a session of this before in my life and it was in Costa Rica. And it was, I I forget the teacher, but I can almost assure you, she must have been of the healer you're talking about. She must have studied under him or something. Yes. And yeah, like you
1: wouldn't be able to do this breath without a teacher, I don't think. No. I mean, it's very important to have like, what would they call them sitters uh, next to you? And some people, there's many different ways of approaching this breath, like, Allotropic is the roots, but there's lots of people holding space for this type of breath with some people talk through the whole thing, they don't use music, they'll just and some people touch the body, you know, like and help with any kind of releases physically, like I sometimes feel like I want to throw up, you know, like there's such guttural, like guttural releases. Like my body is sort of like, it feels like I'm releasing toxins and like old shit is coming out of my body. Like it feels like, like, oh, I just want to throw up. You know, that's the sense. I don't feel sick. It's almost like just, oh, it needs to come out. And so when you allow for that to be there, just this tears streaming down and just pure joy you know like and when I lead these classes I when I'm holding space for people it's like I feel this for the people <laughs> like it's yeah, While well,
0: you're healing too yeah
1: and I feel it too and it's almost like sometimes I download some uh messages as well like as, because I'm so open to love to the to source that it's like oh this is what this person is you know and it's not my job You know, I always ask if it's okay if I share, but um, oftentimes I get a big download for people, and that's been really good for me to to trust that I have that within. You know.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll definitely have to um, do this with you, but um, and now I'm just remembering because it was like three or four years ago um, when I did that. But she called it breakthrough breath
1: work. Yes. Yes. And, and there's so many people who have done the training with Dr. Groff and have now like kind of branched off and done their own kind of modality. And I'm doing the same, you know, in a way, it's sort of just my own. I bring my own essence to it and um and it's just been so powerful for me. So I wanna want to share it with so many people.
0: Yes. And you are, and yes. you will <laughs> and you Um, let's take it back just for like somebody that would be listening to this and kind of just starting mm-hmm. their relationship with their lioness's roar, yes. you know, the power of breath. Yes. Like, why do you think breathing is so important? And like even before like we talk about all this talk of like, you know, healing and all mm. that, like why is and, and like how, like if somebody would come up to you, Jolie, and be like, you know, how how can I do this on my own? Like, how can how can I build a relationship with
1: mine? My- I always and in my classes now, it's just I prior. I say let's prioritize the breath here. Yeah. You no, know, whatever movement is happening, whatever shape we're taking, the priority has to be the breath. And for me, as a cue right now in teaching, as I've evolved as a teacher over almost fifteen years, it's just to listen to the sound of our own breath, and it stops us in our tracks. It's like when the breath is louder, like you said, my tagline, and when the breath is louder than the Mind, you know, the soul will be able to speak. We'll be able to hear ourselves. And breath is literally spirit, you know, it's our spirit talking to us. So when we listen and we, even in a yoga class or when we sit in meditation, I just focus in literally on the sensation and the sound. I try to listen with my right ear. Sometimes I listen with my left ear. I just sort of play with the sound and just subtle, you know, in through the nose. And I don't even breathe out through the nose sometimes. It's just a simple, Breath in and out. And then when you're doing that, when you're prioritizing that sound or the breath itself, you are in the moment. Like you are, there's nowhere else you can be. And that in itself is a healing modality right there. It's like Mm -hmm. it takes you out of your thinking mind, your critical mind. You don't have to do a massive healing breakthrough breath session to get those moments of clarity, you know, it's, you can go back and forth and you do the, the, the great thing is, is you, it's a tool you always have with you. You don't need a mat. You don't need a, it's literally your whole life force. So it's just like that. And, um, one of the breaths that I love is alternate nostril breathing. Again, it takes two minutes to, to tap into balancing your channel, you know, your, 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 your nervous system. It's its so simple. And it, and one big breath, you know, it resets. I like to call it a reset. Yes,
0: I love that. And I feel like as we evolve as practitioners and as teachers, like it'd be really imperative to, to have these longer session of breath mm-hmm. where yeah. like, I love that work, you know, like the breakthrough one where you spend like longer, that longer relationship with your breath. I feel like a lot of people are kind of
1: ready for that wouldn't you say <laughs> I would say and this is what I have the, the my insight around this is that like yoga was in the West you know years ago was so new and it was like oh my gosh so trendy well like breath work is becoming sort of the new yoga in a way it's like uh, it's just a thing that we can add on that takes us deeper into our self healing. It's like I, I think we're on the cutting edge, honestly. And I feel like in the in the US, it's huge, right? LA and like you can follow people online or go look, and it's like massive. And and like you know, celebrities are doing it. It's sort of here. It's like okay, I, I think it's just right on the cusp of of that. So I'm excited about it and want to offer it to so many people. So I just think you know, just noticing your breath is is a huge game changer. Uh, How many people do that and stop and and when they're not in a yoga class or they're not in meditation. So that's just becomes a tool when you're in your car or, you know, your kids are screaming um, (laughs) or you're just taking, having a moment. It's it's amazing to, to connect with your divine self. Hey there, interrupting
0: this incredibly heart opening conversation to let you know about my new art channel. If you are listening to this podcast as a SheQuest member, this feature is included in the Membership Sisterhood community. Yay! More than 8 21 days of mindful art classes and curated topics for each class, such as 21 days of birds and butterfly, 21 days of women in power, 21 days of love and loss, earth and sky, and so on. This year, I'm running a year-long 112 Days of Painting Meditation, where I will upload nine paintings a month inspired by the Radiant Sutras. Together, inspired by mindful artists from all over the world, we paint thousand-year-old yogic principles and enter a gateway of wonder and awe. If you aren't part of the membership and would like to try the art channel and meet its community, this option is now available. Use the coupon SHEART, that's S-H-E-A-R-T, to get one month free and tell the women you know and love about this outstanding opportunity to develop a home art practice. Chic West membership stores will open again soon, but until then, enjoy my art channel and say yes to creative living, yes to painting for joy, and yes to connection. Now back to our ever-expanding and electrifying conversation. Yes, it is amazing. And like, I remember, and like, even as a teacher, sometimes like not that my podcast is geared towards yoga teacher, like really to all women, but um, you sometimes I feel I'm in a yoga class and like, I've done this so many times that I'm like, not really there. Like I'm doing it, but I'm like, not really there, you know? And uh, I remember that session was two hours when I, and that was like th- four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember like getting out of there and I was like, Holy shit. Just like, like such a reminder in my face of how powerful our breath was. And like that, that thing was in me like all the time, you know, it was like my inner spark. And like, that was the most empowering thing like ever. You know, and almost like scary, almost, wouldn't you say?
1: It can be overwhelming. And I've had, you know, that's why it's important to do this with someone where you can help, help them sort of just be okay with some of the stuff that comes up because it's an intense experience and in fact on my website if you when we direct people there there's some contraindications for people who are dealing with some severe mental health issues you know it's not for everyone um
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: uh, but you know you can you can talk to me about that anytime if someone has questions just reach out but it's because you confront some parts of yourself that are meant to be there. But all I, I have people ask, you know, what if I have trauma in the past? And I'm like, I think your body is so intelligent that it's not if it's not ready to be surfaced, you know, it's not going to come up. Uh, that's what I believe. It's just, there's some parts of you that are ready, and you're, you're ready to see it and heal it. But it's almost like you're just a witness, you're not going to re traumatize yourself is my view on this. So that may be a question people have your listeners may have uh how
0: about this shadow work you were talking about earlier like mm. is it through breath work as well cuz like essentially when we're doing yoga we're doing shadow work whether <laughs> You know, is, is there like specific tools um, that
1: you use? Well, I did years ago. I studied with Debbie, yeah. Debbie Ford, and one of my coaches. She's a feminine coach. Um, is lives in San Diego, and she's been like my mentor for many years. And we have done a lot of shadow work. It's like just meditations and like almost self-hypnotist, like going back and doing some deep dives of of just seeing what shows up when you do the shadow work. Um, wow. And that's in and of itself. But one of my favorite, and you asked me this question, your favorite podcast, and mine right now is a podcast by Lacey Phillips. She does a podcast called... I love her. I love Lacey Phillips. Lacey Phillips is to be magnetic, and she is all about the shadow. And I feel like she did some work with Debbie Ford as well. Like, I went away on a retreat with Debbie Ford just before she passed away. Unfortunately, she died. But it was oh my God, it was almost like doing this breath work. Like I was on the floor crawling, like doing this stuff, like wanting to vomit into, like they had buckets everywhere because you're just, just, you're just gonna, I'm going to scare people away. But it's like honestly deep, deep work of like seeing yourself. So we judge others so quickly in ourselves, but really we're all just each other, you know? So, So when we confront people that are like, really get right in your face like that asshole or that you know total bitch or whatever like really that's just you you know so there's a part of you that needs to be unearthed and seen or and people don't like to hear that but really it's like ugh, when you can see that we're just all each other then there's so much more compassion and joy and and that goes for The light, too, is like when you see someone that you and Lacey calls them expanders, like, you know, for you are one of those for me, it's like, oh, God, I love Estelle so much, you know, and I see what you're doing. And it just makes me so happy. It's like, you're my expander, you know, it's like, what about you that I love is in me? Because it's there, you know, we're all each other. And so the shadow work doesn't have to be like the negative aspects of ourselves, what we haven't, but it's sort of parts of ourselves we haven't owned, you know, like Marianne Williamson says, you know, what we're most afraid of is our light. So it's like really owning our light as well. And so I've been doing some deep dives on like reclaiming some childhood traumas, you know, like my inner child and and just that child, that shadow work. Yeah, it's been Amazing!
0: I love that, Jolene. Thank you. It's very—it's just really, really relevant
1: yeah. to chic she- lesson.
0: and like I don't think like I'm—I'm I'm not scared anymore of that. Like it's like I, I know sometimes like I feel like that too. I was like, oh god, I'm gonna scare people away. But I think we're ready. Yeah. Like I feel there's like, do you remember teaching like ten years ago, and like you couldn't even say energy in right. class? Do you remember? Oh,
1: <laughs> You could, but, you know, or like talking about your chakras or whatever. You and I are similar in that. It's like you know, feelings are there, and it, you can choose to ignore those or the healing. You got to go through it to heal it. Like, that's one of my big things. It's like just confront, be there. And then the breath work, too. You, what's recommended is that anything that comes up, you move through it. It's like you go closer to it. It's like, you know, being in pigeon in your hip is like, ah, it's like, well, what happens when you meet it with your breath? What happens when you meet that instead of moving away or tensing up? It's like, what happens when you? soften into it towards it like the same thing right
0: yes uh, and it speaks to a lot of spiritual bypassing yeah. you know? but I think I really think like it's been beautiful even in myself like to see the shift and the collective shift because as a teacher too like you want to reach people and if you know, the word energy is not reaching people. Well, you don't use that word. Right. But like now I feel people are just really hungry for for that, you know? And there's been such, have you, I, we're going kind of off board there, but have you found that too?
1: Oh yeah. I think even the people that you sort of, you can't make it. This is what I've noticed. You can't make a judgment about what people need or don't need. And it's like, just be yourself and offer what you're offering. It's like, that's what I love about you. You know, it's like, just show up and be who you are. You know, people say that about me too. So my class, I, Tend to like weave in some. I, I show up exactly who it is, what like, like what's happened that morning. Sometimes I cry, like I start class crying because I'm like, yeah, I've had people, I've had a shit show of a fucking morning, and I, I can pretend that that's not happening. But then it gives permission, I think, to others to be also like, you know what? Yes, is the way it is.
0: That that lifts me up so much because I know, like, I remember being in a class with you, and you know, already being a yoga teacher, and you've. Te- Taught me so much about that, you know, because we're we're thought like, oh, don't bring your shit, and 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 cousin, like, how can you do that? Like, you can't. <laughs> You're human, like they are human, and if you give them permission, you know, I just, I, I just love that. And again, it's like this re- recognizing and mm-hmm. this mirroring in each other, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. That, um, I think you you have to share the dark night of your soul, you know, like. I've been there I've been down that dark hole like honestly yeah a few times and so I think that is my greatest gift I've learned that you know and I've been through a divorce and I've been through this and that it's like it's not easy but I think that's part of I recognize that that's I need to share that more with my students or whoever you know it's like, don't hide, don't shy away from that stuff because that's what people n- need from you. You know, it's, it's what's needed. I love
0: talking to you, Jolene. I love you. Oh, I love
1: you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Just to keep in line with like the Linus Roar theme, a big part of this month for us is really about protection. And I'm curious I'm to know if you have perhaps like ways that, um, You know, like clear the air, or like ways we can like kind of raise our our vibration, or like is there things like little?
1: Uh, Well, for me, it's breath. Honestly, it's breath work. Um, also just uh meditating. Like if I am feeling gosh disconnected from my power, I I have to sit. I have to sit. I listen. I do guided meditations. You know, I don't just sit on my own. Mostly, I feel I'm too ADHD for that. So it's like. I need a task, you know, like so. That's why breath work works so well for me. It's like I I can relate to working hard at something, you know, and and getting my brain to to let go of thinking. So uh, I do that. I also, you know, and then you asked this question of me was this mantra? Um, I just say out loud to myself, "May God's will be done." You know, it's my instant reset for me. That and be still and know I am God. So it's like. Instantly, my whole energy in my body shifts when I acknowledge that I'm not in charge here too, you know, that there's a power greater than me and it's, um, I, I can relax. It's like, uh, I don't force anymore and try to make things happen. It's just... Just relax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and apart from uh, pranayama and breathing, um, is there? Do you have other uh, soul rituals? That um, you do?
1: Well, I've been starting to just explore prayer. You know, like really noticing how that affects me. So that's my prayer. Actually, is that May God's will be done. That's my instant prayer. You know, and yeah. and that's my protection. I love crystals. You know, I carry them around. Um, it's just it's sort of day to day for me. Honestly, I don't have a massive ritual practice, you know, breath work aside. That's my, that's what I'm, I feel like I level up, you know what I mean? Every time I do it. So for me, that's been the most powerful modality lately.
0: I've been trying to get Jolene to paint. <laughs> Remember that? I always get, yeah, try to get you to paint. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah, well, that's, good luck with that one. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'll tap into that at another time. I'm.
0: <laughs> we all have, we all have our seasons. Okay, you mentioned some already, but I just want to go through some quick questions mm-hmm. and answer. Mm-hmm. You said your favorite mantra. Say it again, because I, I was- My
1: favorite yeah. mantra right now is May God's Will Be Done. My friend Jill and I mm-hmm. say that to each other all the time. And it just when I feel yeah. overwhelmed or anxious, I just immediately go to that saying. And there's a great book, if anybody's interested in The Impersonal Life by Joseph Benner. And his mantra, it's a download that he had was, be still and know I am God. Mm-hmm. Just to really reflect on that, you know.
0: Name of the book again?
1: Uh, the Impersonal Life by Joseph Benner. Uh,
0: do you have a favorite flower? I
1: you? It's the Kala Lily. Oh, I don't
0: know if I know that one. Look it up. Oh, um, I will. I will. <laughs> but, uh, do you have another book you suggest?
1: Or Do you know what my favorite? You asked about my favorite book I've read about art and because photography for me, not painting, is like my yeah. art form. Um, and I, I went to NASCAD actually, and I don't know if you knew that, but uh, to take photography. <laughs> um, yeah, early 20s. I went to NASCAD as a continuing education and I loved it so much. I was like in the dark room and, and now in the day of digital film, like I was using an old school camera, like developing my own prints. And so my favorite book is actually anything by uh cortez he's the he's from budapest he's born in the 1890s and my god his black and white photography is like just so, so beautiful, beautiful. Oh, so
0: well you'll have to yeah. get i'd love to put all that in the show notes so you'll have to uh, give me those links yeah that. yeah great um and you mentioned the the i think it's called the expander podcast is that her
1: it's called expanded, expanded with yeah. lisa she's amazing she really, yeah
0: that podcast is like really mind-blowing uh, is there other use you, you mentioned you have your own podcast
1: I do have my own podcast, but right now it's like kind of neglected. <laughs> However, there are a few a few yeah. yoga nidras there, and a few short meditations. I actually uploaded a prayer. Um, the last thing I uploaded was a prayer, which I do actually in the beginning of the breathwork session. So one of my clients actually loved that prayer, so I recorded it for her so she could listen yeah. to it before, you know, just as a source of power, her own empowering and clearing, and raising her vibration. So it's amazing um yeah and I love Oprah soul yes <laughs> I got going to say, I'm like a big Oprah fan. So she just has such great guests. And I love Russell Brand, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So great. All great. Um, and to just end on a light kind of note, uh, do you have a favorite treat, like food or otherwise?
1: Well, I love white chocolate. So that would be my favorite treat and ketchup chips, believe it or not. So the salt and the sweet. Um, Otherwise, I'm pretty good. I'm like a pretty clean eater. I uh, I don't crave too much on that department. But yeah. Oh, I
0: love ketchup chips. I want some right now.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, they're so good. They're
0: so good. Okay, my last question is kind of a loaded question, but I have faith in you. (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, Knowing what you know about the transformative power of breath, what do you wish women to know more about its magic? Gosh,
1: if only every woman could see their pure selves you know they would be surprised by how you know bring you to tears literally and i want everyone to experience that because then going forward you see yourself as that woman whatever you witness there and just knowing that you are you can't do it wrong (laughs) and you're just pure magic in and of itself just by being born you know and that you are here to um expand. I
0: love this Jolene. <laughs> uh, I Where can we find you and how can we support you? We want more Jolene. How, how do we do that?
1: Well I only have one public yoga class per week which is on the mat on Oxford Street um, in the west end of Halifax so that's every Wednesday morning at nine thirty. and otherwise everything I do is sort of private uh, yoga classes, private breath sessions and in stay tuned because in February, the end of February, I'm going to be doing monthly breathwork workshops. So instead of just one on one, but like in a small, intimate group, right. so it'll be a little more cost effective for people too, and just to keep um, to introduce it to more people, and um, instead of doing one on one. So I'm going to try that out for a bit, and that's going to be at the Women's Council. On the corner of, or Young Avenue, sorry, and English. Awesome. So stay tuned for that. And that will be all on my website, which is at yogaon.ca.
0: Amazing. We'll yeah. put all of that in the show notes. And I just wanna thank you for offering yourself and your time and speaking to us so candidly. I just, oh, you always have such a special place for me and my heart and my body. And we really like, I love you so
1: much, Jolene. I love USL. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, you're the best. Ma- you're magic.
0: <laughs> you're magic. Okay, bye.
1: Bye. Thank you. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.